What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm coming to you a little late today on a Friday. This is episode number 36 of the Triple F podcast, and it is late because I was traveling today pretty early this morning, left, went to Kansas, came back, so now I'm recording this later tonight on Friday, but hopefully you still hear this episode over the weekend. It's a powerful one about food, about nutrition, where I talk about the power of palatability, What is that? How does that affect your diet success? You'll find out in today's episode. I'm Jordan Stoltz, and this is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz. I am back with another episode. Today is a Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Might keep today's episode a little bit shorter, maybe axe the stuff Jordan loves today, because I am... I'm uh, coming up a little late with this episode, like I mentioned, so it is probably about 7 p.m. right now, and I'm recording this on Friday. Hopefully, you still hear this episode, though. It has a lot of good tips in it, a lot of good nutrition uh, tips, and then some diet strategies you can use to make it easier to stick to your diet. That's what I'm talking about today. You know that's kind of the main point of all the nutrition advice that I give, is that it's consistent, is that it's sustainable, it's something that you can manage to do long term. And to do that, you need to be able to stick to it, right? So you need to probably utilize strategies, especially when calories start getting lower, you need to utilize strategies that will help you stick to it. And that's not as easy as just counting. That's not as easy as just choosing good foods. Sometimes it's hard to stick to it. Sometimes you get tired of certain foods. Sometimes you crave, you know, that salty chip or maybe you crave that sweet candy or something. You want... uh, you know, you want what they call junk foods, right? So today I'm talking about the power of palatability, why palatability really is what's important about diet and really that being satiated is the key to success, key to sustainability. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, this show is brought to you by you. You guys just pretty much support this show. You encourage me to keep coming out with shows when you download the episode, when you ask questions on triplefpodcast.com, and when you check out my social media pages and leave reviews. All that really contributes to me being motivated to make this show and to keep coming out with content for you. Check out triplefpodcast.com. So that's the word triple, letter F, podcast.com. Leave a comment on any post and I will answer whatever question you put in that comment in an episode. So I'll make an episode on that and make question answer episodes. Next week is the week where I have a few listener questions made into episodes. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a good week of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast next week. Thank you everyone for listening, even though this episode is up late. So just to reiterate some points I made before for Foodie Fridays is that there's really no good or bad foods, right? Um, It's all about the calorie intake that you have. Yes, I do recommend choosing whole foods, veggies, whole grains, fiber, things like that that'll help you stay healthy, get your micronutrients, antioxidants. I made an episode last week called Food Choice Does Matter. Now, even though yes, food choice does matter for those things I mentioned, fiber, vitamins, things like that, Really, technically, there's not 
bad foods. There's not good or bad foods. Certain foods aren't going to automatically make you gain body fat. Certain foods aren't going to make you magically lose weight. What it comes down to is calorie count, carb count, um, you know, basically what's in your food. So if you're eating a bunch of what they call junk food, it's just easier to overeat that, right? That's really where it goes wrong. So it's not necessarily the junk food that's making you gain weight. It's overeating that junk food. It's not being able to stop. So, you know, who, if you look at a bag of chips, for example, or let's use pretzels for an example. So I've got some pretzels over here in the kitchen and, you know, one serving, 130 calories, but in the bag, 16 servings, right? So it's a big bag of pretzels. Now, how many people are really going to measure out that weight, make sure they're only getting in, you know, one sixteenth of the bag, or if it's a bag of chips, you know, you're going to eat pretty much the whole bag of chips or a whole thing of popcorn, or, you know, I, there's more than one serving in like a bag of popcorn when you, when you microwave it. So overeating is really the is really the problem here. It's the, that's the problem with the sustainability is that even if we make some good choices and we think we're on the right track to diet, we'll end up overeating because of some bad choices along the way. So just to put that in your minds, there's really not any good or bad foods. It's how much we eat in them. Double is in the dosage. Now there are things that affect how much we want to drink of something, right? And I'll go over that a little bit later. Sugar and junk food taste great. It makes us want to eat it. That's the power of palatability. That's what marketers focus on when they're marketing their food. But I mean, really what the, a good example, I guess, what the whole point is here is that these junk foods are more easy to overeat. So think of a Coke, right? If you're eating a you're drinking a Coca-Cola, you know, you could drink 32 ounces of a Coca-Cola or maybe even just a can. And, you know, that's going to have, that's going to have 150, 220 calories in it. And then, you know, you're not going to be full from that. It's not satiating, right? It's not, it's palatable as far as it tastes good, but it's not necessarily satiating and you're not going to get full from that. That's what that means. So you're going to take in those calories, not really notice unless you know what's in these foods that you are taking in the calories. That's where a lot of people's problem is. That's why I think, you know, cutting out things like junk food, cutting out soda is so effective is because you're, you're just taking out all those empty calories that don't get you full and you're focusing on the things that are more nutritious for you and do get you full so you can stick to your calorie number better and you don't overeat. Now, I do want to also say that like no good or bad foods, technically this is scientifically true. There was a study that came out where they measured obesity trends in the U.S. and then sugar trends in the U.S. Now, this is really interesting. So listen up if you do think sugar causes obesity. Now, what they found was that um, over the years, so I think since like something like 2007 or 2010, I don't have the charts in front of me. But you can find this all, all over the place. This looks for like sugar and obesity line, line graphs, basically. Sorry about the dogs. They're crazy tonight. Um, but basically, the sugar line will peak in like, I'll just use 2010 as the year. I'm not sure that's exact. Sugar intake peaks in the U.S. around that point, And then it declines after that for the last five or seven years. However, obesity keeps trending up, right? So even though sugar intake is dropping, obesity keeps climbing at the same rate. So obviously, you know, you can deduct that sugar isn't directly causing the obesity. However, there is a problem here, and that's satiety and palatability. Now, 
basically that sugar is really palatable, is very easy to eat, it tastes very good, and these foods are high in calories, they're not satiating. You can eat a whole bag of candy, you can eat a whole candy bar, and these things aren't going to fill you up. That's really where the problem is, it's not in the sugar itself. I keep mentioning sugar and junk food tastes great. Yes, I have a very big sweet tooth. Some people have sweet tooth. Some people have, I guess, like salty tooth where you like the salty foods, pretzels, chips, popcorn, things like that. These foods taste great. They're very palatable. That's the power of palatability. They make it hard to stop eating. And that's what these companies focus on, right? If you're making, if you're a manufacturer or you're a marketer and you know, you're trying to make a great bag of chips or something you want to make it hard to stop eating because you want them to buy more product right you want it to stay so good you don't want them to eat that in 16 different sittings you want it to be one or two so they need to go buy more of your product for example the mcdonald's french fries i think were uh like proving the most addictive food like ever so like they figured out the code right with the amount of salt the amount of oil the right crispiness Everything is as palatable as possible. So you want to, you know, you crave those French fries. You could easily eat a large and you want more. That's just a good example of that. Another thing, you know, like serving size and candy bars, there might be, like I said, you know, two or three servings in a big candy bar, but it's, you know, it tastes good. It's very palatable. It's hard to stop eating. So you kind of just want to eat that whole candy bar. Most people don't have the willpower to just eat maybe a third of it or half of it fold it up and put it away for later because that's just hard to do the you know the food companies will sell these things as one unit and expect as far as serving size that you break them into multiple which is just unrealistic that people will do that it's the palatability that causes obesity not the food choices the food choices and palatability are closely related it might not necessarily be the junk food directly causing the obesity but food choice does matter because palatability causes the obesity if it tastes good it's hard to stop eating if it's hard to stop eating you'll overeat overeating causes an excess calorie amount which causes overweight or obesity and the uh, power palatability is what these companies will focus on satiety is what we should focus on so instead of focusing on um, necessarily palatable foods in our cupboards maybe focus on making satiating foods palatable okay did you get that so instead of just uh you know eating whatever we want eating junk food which tastes great but it's hard to stop find foods that are satiating that's the key satiating so they get you full full of fiber maybe they're a lean protein they get you very full and then make those satiating so they're almost not hard to stop eating but that you enjoy eating them and that they taste great as well it eliminates the cravings it does a lot of great things for you I'm not necessarily saying to choose bland foods as far as, you know, veggies, potatoes, chicken, things like that. I'm not saying only choose those bland foods and stay away from palatable foods. I'm just saying the palatability is dangerous because companies have this down to a science and that'll get you to eat more. So you need to really focus on eating satiating foods, even if, you know, you want something palatable. So if you're going for a palatable food, go for something that's going to fill you up. It's going to give you some kind of nutritional benefit as well. And like I said, the main point here is to make your satiating foods palatable so you enjoy eating them. There's several different ways that you can make satiating foods palatable, foods that are 
you know, good for you. They have good nutritional value, a lot of fiber, protein, things like that. There's four ways I'm going to go over. First one is obvious seasonings. Add, you know, salt, onion powder, garlic salt, cumin, paprika, anything you like. Try out some different seasonings. They don't cost a lot. They last a long time and you can get these at any store. So you can try your seasonings on different foods, you know, try them on your eggs, try them on your chicken, try them on your potatoes, your rice, your vegetables, and just make different flavors. So you're eliminating the blandness out of there. You're making the satiating foods more tempting because you're adding that flavor and you're increasing the palatability, right? So you want to eat those foods because it tastes so good. And then my number two is onions or garlic so if you're going to cook something in a pan if you're going to fry something up in the pan you know maybe saute up some garlic or onions first then put in you know your potatoes your eggs whatever it is and you can cook them up that way even your vegetables if you cook a little onions or garlic and add them into your vegetables it's going to taste great it's going to just add to that uh, palatability factor which is going to want it's going to make you keep coming back to that food Number three is cheese, actually. Now, I'm a big cheese fan. My wife will tell you that. Um, I like to put cheese in a lot of veggies and a lot of carbs like potatoes or rice. Um, Even chicken, I like to put cheese on. Now, you could choose, depending what your macronutrient requirements are, you could choose low-fat cheese, fat-free cheese, or just normal cheese, or, you know, even some kind of dairy-free cheese. Put this on, it's just going to create a more palatable effect, so it's going to be nice and melty, it's going to get you more full, going to give you some good flavor, nice, like an, more of a, like an oil in there, so you have some fat, if it's just a vegetable or a protein, and it's really going to increase that palatability. My number four is international cuisine, so this, you know, if you're going to eat out or something, or if you're going to make international cuisine, you know, focus to the ones that have a lot of good seasonings, they're very palatable, without being something you could easily overeat. So if you're you know, looking to international cuisine, look for the ones that are satiating foods. They get you full with not a huge amount of food, uh, but, you know, they're palatable. They have a lot of good seasonings, you know, Indian food, Thai food, whatever it's going to be. Uh, there's lots of great options out there. I suggest you go give it a try. Go explore some international cuisine. Find some flavors you like and find some nutritious, palatable foods. I hope this episode isn't too confusing for you guys. Really, what I want to come down to, I know I started out talking about like the sugar trends, obesity trends, uh, having really no good or bad foods, that it's all about the palatability. And what I really want you to take away from this episode is the food choices, right? So you're choosing satiating foods. You're being careful of these palatable foods that are easy to overeat, but you're using that power of palatability to your advantage. So you're making these satiating foods that might be seen as bland taste really good. This is what's called mindful eating, and this is a big step of the process of eating better and getting in better nutritional habits. So mindful eating, basically, you know, this is the end goal you want to get to where you know what you're putting in your body, you know what the food's effect on your body is, and you're going to make choices based on that. So You know, this might be later on in your journey. You might have to start just by tracking your numbers, tracking your calories, tracking your carbs, fats, and proteins. Once you get a good hang of that, you know what you're putting in your body. You know what every food has. If you see a burger, you know, you know that might have, you know, like 800 calories in it and it's not going to fill you up a ton. If you see, you know, if you see a chicken and vegetables and sweet potatoes, you know, you know that it's going to be 600 calories and fill you up till you're very full 
you might know, hey, this is, you know, this is a little boring. I don't really like to eat this chicken plain. But hey, if I put, you know, this certain seasonings, maybe some cheese on there, it's going to be really good. And it's very, it's very satiating and palatable. This is mindful eating. This is the end goal you want to get to. So like I said, you might not start there. You might have to start with your tracking. You might have to start maybe playing around with some fasting, meal timing, getting used to your body, getting used to your body, how it responds to things. And then after that, you can start kind of graduating onto mindful eating, eating more veggies because you know they're good for you, drinking more water because you know that's good for you, and then getting to the point where you're aware of what you're putting in your body. You're aware that you might be overeating something. The problem with a lot of these junk foods is what people call them. And the problem with a lot of like sugary and salty foods is that people will eat them not mindfully, right? So they'll eat them just mindlessly while watching TV or you're eating mindlessly just as a snack and you're not really paying attention to serving size, whether that's weight or, you know, cups, something like that. You need to be aware of how much you're eating. Now I recommend everyone to start by tracking, track your food, like on MyFitnessPal, get used to that so you know what each food contains and how much of each food really is a serving. So you might have to weigh your food for a while, you might have to invest in a you know a small food scale. So if you're going to eat so many grams of chips or popcorn or something, you know how much that is and you know what that looks like. So if you're sitting there with a giant bowl of popcorn for a movie, you know how many servings you're eating and you're mindful of that. So you know when to stop and you know when you've probably had enough. So you don't lose yourself to the power of palatability. And then you can implement the tips I gave to make satiating foods palatable. So you start making some better food choices. That will do it for today's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Nice short episode. This one's probably going to only be about 20 minutes. Hope you guys all enjoyed today's show. Hope you were able to stay with it. Might have seemed a little bit jumbled today, uh, but I did hope you, or I do hope you guys got the message from it about the power of palatability, how that's used, I guess, kind of against us by marketing and by manufacturing companies for foods, how we can use it for us, though, to really promote satiating healthy foods in our diet. Now, if you enjoyed today's show and you haven't left a review on iTunes, it'd mean a ton to me if you went over to iTunes, search for the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, click on the Triple F logo with a white background, and you left a review or just a rating. All that helps me greatly. And also, please share the podcast with your friends and family if you enjoy the advice I give. I try to come out with some regular content. I'm 36 episodes in, pretty excited about making it to this point um, where I think you know, I'm 12 weeks, right? Isn't that what that is? 12 weeks in. So really working hard here and coming out with some good content for you, able hopefully to answer your questions and clear up some of the confusing industry that is fitness, motivation, and health. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Jordan Stoltz. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys on Motivation Monday, where I'll be talking about some great topics next week, answering some listener questions from Triple F Podcast. See you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.